my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. This week, we're talking about broad issues related to work and how we feel about it. Today's tip is to beware the part-time solution to work-life balance issues. Sometimes working part-time can be a great choice, but it's not the perfect option many people seem to think it is. Since I've written extensively about work and life, including a book called I Know How She Does It, which is about how women succeed in big careers while raising families, I've long pondered the question of part-time work. I know it remains an attractive idea. Indeed, various surveys have found that, depending on how you ask the question, a majority of women with children would prefer to work part-time. I imagine that, these days, a reasonable number of fathers might feel the same way. I think part of the appeal lies in the semantics. The phrase part-time makes it seem like the best of both worlds. People don't want to imply that work consumes the full amount of their time, so they don't want to work full-time. By working part-time, we can show that work only gets part of us and family gets part two. But anyone who listens to this podcast knows the problem with this mindset. Full-time work consumes nowhere near the full amount of people's time. At this point, I suspect many listeners can recite after me. There are 168 hours in a week. If you work 40 hours, so a standard full-time amount, and sleep 8 hours per night, so 56 hours per week, that leaves 72 hours for other things. It's hard to see what's more balanced about working 20 hours and leaving 92 hours for other things. But the bigger issue I've found is that in many organizations with salaried positions, there's no accountability for hours. People working part-time schedules can wind up working fairly similar hours to their colleagues with full-time schedules. They're just getting paid a lot less. This isn't a hypothetical possibility. For I Know How She Does It, I collected time logs representing 1,001 days. In some cases, I collected logs from more than one person at the same company. In at least one case, I found a woman on a part-time schedule working more hours than a colleague on a full-time schedule. Broadening this up to look at the same industries, this happened more times than I care to count. It's hard to know what's going on in any given situation, but I think that what happens broadly is that people in competitive industries like to talk about their 80-hour work weeks, but they generally aren't logging hours that long, or at least not consistently. One study comparing people's estimated work weeks with time diaries found that people claiming 75-plus-hour work weeks were off by about 25 hours. 
People in these industries sometimes decide to go part-time in order to exert some control over their schedules. People in these industries sometimes decide to go part-time in order to exert some control over their schedules and to go part-time down from this theoretical number of 80 hours a week to, say, 50 hours per week. But if people working full-time in these fields are actually working 55 to 60 hours a week, taking a 50% pay cut and then working 50 hours a week is not a great financial move. In particular, if there's no accountability for hours, then taking a 20% pay cut and working an 80% schedule is a questionable tactic. In many fields, it's quite possible to get the same during the week time off that an 80% schedule would enable without actually going to this official schedule. Or to be more blunt, lots of people waste 20% of their work hours and still get paid for this time. I really don't like the idea of only some people playing by the rules and bearing the full financial and career cost. In general, I think that people are better off seeking out or negotiating for flexibility in full-time jobs. If you can work at home occasionally and make up hours at night or on the weekend if you need to, then it's quite possible to work long hours without having any sort of work-family conflict. This is what I try to do. I work about 40 hours a week, but because I control these hours, if I see I have a complicated week of kid-related stuff coming up, I'll find other spots to work those hours. Yes, I work for myself, but I saw a lot of similar strategizing on the time logs I collected for I Know How She Does It. Believe it or not, I saw one person working 60 hours during her logged week who was still there for dinner and her kids' sports practices every day. She just worked a few hours every night after they went to bed and did some Saturday work while her partner was in charge. Now, there are definitely some jobs where part-time truly means part-time. If you get paid by the hour, then a 25-hour work week means a 25-hour work week. Likewise, some careers, such as doing medical procedures, are pretty clearly on or off. Electing to do a three-day work week will, in fact, mean you work two days less. If you'd prefer to do other things on those days, and you can afford the pay cut, then this is really just a question of how you choose to spend your time. But I do think there's something to be said for choosing work that's exciting enough that you want to work full-time. Yes, the financial payoffs are good, but even more so, challenging, meaningful work can be a source of great joy. If that work is flexible enough to allow for a full family life too, then that really is the best of both worlds. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hold up. 
It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.